Daily. I am your host, Tony Fry. We are on episode 50. 50 episodes, y'all. And uh, if my Spotify playlist is any indication, we have 1,490 more episodes to go. So, all of a sudden, it doesn't seem super cool to be celebrating 50 episodes. What have I gotten myself into? Today, we are covering the first John Lennon solo track of Kinks and Beats. So um, we've done a George song, a Paul song, now a John. We've done a Dave Davies solo song. So we're we're dipping our toes in the water of solo material, um, which is why that list of songs we have to cover is so enormous. Uh, I want to put a call out again. Obviously, anytime you want to chat, give me a call. 925-494-1739 and um, leave me a voicemail about your thoughts on any Kinks or Beatles song. And, and you can include the solo material on that too. Whether you like it, whether you hate it, whether you have a funny story related to it, it doesn't matter. If you have a personal connection to a song, positive or negative, I want to hear it and and share it with other listeners all around the world that listen to this podcast. So 925-494-1739. You can also email me, kinksandbeats at herohabit.com, and and I'll share those emails on on future episodes. But what I really want is, like I mentioned uh, yesterday, I believe, the first episode of 2020 is going to be dedicated to Waterloo Sunset. And I thought because that's such an important song in the Kinks catalog, and uh, Kinks fans hold it in such high regard that I would put a special call out. If you have anything you want to say about Waterloo Sunset, um, go ahead and give me a call or an email. All right. So back to today's episode. Um, we're talking about How, which is track nine on the Imagine album by John Lennon, released September 9th, 1971. Uh, features John and Nikki Hopkins on piano, so there's a uh, a Kinks connection. Nikki Hopkins played on a lot of Kinks records in the early days. Klaus Vormann on bass, um, phenomenal bass player, one of my favorite bass players. Also, the artist responsible for the Revolver album cover and the Beatles anthology album cover. Uh, Alan White on drums, and then some other guys playing smaller instruments, but the core of the band is John, Nicky Hopkins, Klaus Foreman, and Alan White. And the song is, I think, a beautiful song. I, I, I think it's buried at the back of the album because maybe John was a little bit hesitant. Uh, he opens this album with Imagine. He has Jealous Guy on there. How might be just a little bit, I think he might have been a little nervous that it pushes the album into kind of schmaltz pop very produced. But the bones of this song, I think fit better on Plastic Ono Band, which was a much more raw, um, stripped back. There were no overdubs of string sections and stuff. It was just uh, three or sometimes four dudes in the studio playing. Typically, it was was, uh, John 
Klaus, and Ringo. And then Billy Preston plays on a few songs as well. But it was a very stripped back and raw album. And this song, I think, would benefit from that. And I like this song. This is a beautiful song. It's one of my favorite Lennon solo tracks. Um, But I think it would have been better on the previous album. And actually, it was inspired by... Oh, Oh My Love is on this album, too. There are a lot of soft, piano-driven ballads on this album. Um, But Oh My Love and How were both inspired by the primal scream therapy that John was doing, which is the motivation for most of the Plastic Ono Band album, was that primal scream therapy where he was just purging himself of all these emotions, the post-Beatles breakup, his mom dying, his dad abandoning him. There's a lot of stuff, you know... uh, working around in his head. So what's cool about this song, and there's not a ton going on. It's a very simple song with a simple melody. Um, but what's cool is the, the every line starts with, a, it's a question. How can I go forward when I don't know which way I'm facing? How can I go forward when I don't know which way to turn? Um, how can I have a feeling when I don't know if it's a feeling? How can I feel something if I don't, if I just don't know how to feel? That's all these questions, these kind of philosophical questions about how he's handling his own issues. Um, and, and what kind of adds to the uncertainty is the way he phrases this melody. It's in four, it's in standard four, four time. It's nothing strange but he phrases that he builds the melody as if it was an eight so he hits the chord how can i go forward when i don't know which way i'm facing and see how that that verse that line just descends and descends and descends and it doesn't hit a strong one in the middle even though there is a bar break in the middle of that passage he sings it as if that's all one measure. Um, and it's re- reinforced by the fact that the piano is just holding out that chord. And it's mostly just piano and bass drum, I think. So it's like... Right? It's very simple, simple stuff. And then he goes into like this long and winding road little thing. Two, three, four. How can I go forward when, right? So there's this uncertainty in his lyrics that is mimicked in the uncertainty of his vocal uh, delivery because he essentially skips one. You know, he lets this melody just float around and, and, and almost absent of time. And that kind of reflects the message of the lyrics. So I think that's a really cool, uh, of course, I doubt it was intentional, but uh, it is a very cool songwriting technique. Then he has his bridge. He shifts from G to B minor. You know, life can be long. You've got to be so strong. And the world is so tough. Sometimes I feel I've had enough. How can I give love when I don't know what it is I'm giving? So he comes out, that middle eight is a straight. 
it would be very easy if there was an electric guitar on this. The, the, the middle eight, the way it's built, is almost got a, like a funkiness to it. But it's straight ahead. There's no ambiguity about um, where the time is. And if you notice, the, the words go from this pondering, how can I... How can I feel? How can I give love? How all this stuff to the middle eight where the beat is more steady and focused. It's, you know, life can be long and you've got to be so strong and the world is so tough, right? So all of a sudden he's got this clarity of thought and the groove is a more traditional rock groove. And then he goes right back into this ambiguous eight feel and how can I give love? My only criticism of this song, um, aside from I think the production is a little bit dated, but I think that of a lot of this particular album, um, and when we talk about the album as a whole someday, I'll get more in detail about it. But this is, um, I think this album kind of shows, John has Phil Spector producing it, and, and I think he wants Phil Spector to be a contributor but he doesn't want that wall of sound that he gave to George Harrison's all things must pass. So there's a lot of like, it feels like compromise in the arrangements on this. But my only critique of John's is this is the second time he does the middle eight, you know, life can be long and you've got to be so strong. He takes it down an octave and it just, I mean, it's, I guess it's, it's good to have some variation, but if I was going to vary it, I would have done it lower the first time and then uh, taken it up the octave the second time, not the other way around, because it takes so much of the power out of that um, phrase and his vocal range when he's belting that and you've got to be so strong is so good. His voice sounds great on this on this uh, track, on the whole album, really. I mean, it's John Lennon's Imagine. It's, it, it did fine. So that's how if you um, it's been covered a lot. It's a it's not a huge hit, but it's not a song that nobody's ever heard of. It's not a deep cut album obscurity. I mean, it was on a huge selling album. It appears on compilation discs and, and, and cover albums and stuff. And I remember the first time I heard this, I was actually sitting in a Carl's Jr. And it came on over the Muzak and I had not owned the Imagine album. I think I probably owned uh, one of the greatest hits packages. And I was like, oh, this sounds like John Lennon. And uh, and I was immediately taken by the the weird feel of the time. And I was, I mean, I was like probably in high school, so I didn't know as much about music as I know now. So I, it, it felt to me like there was some weird timing. I, I It took a long time for me to figure out that it was just in four. Um, but I do remember that. So, I mean, I heard it, I guess, technically on the radio for the first time. Ozzy Osbourne did a cover of this song in 2010. I'll repeat that. Ozzy Osbourne did a cover of How in 2010. There's a very weird video of him walking through New York. It was for a charity album. And he's walking through New York, and most of the video is footage of uh, just random passerbys on the streets 
looking at him and taking pictures and, and all that kind of stuff. And then it ends with him laying flowers on the Imagine tribute in Central Park for John Lennon. Um, Ozzy's voice is not suited for a song like this, but the production is kind of cool. It takes a heavier edge, especially on the bridge. You know, life can be hard. And to me, it sounds like a Mark Hudson, Mark Hudson production. And Mark had done some work with Ozzy before. Uh, he did a ton of work on some of Ringo's best albums post-1995. Um, so that would be another Beatles connection in a roundabout way. But I don't, I couldn't find anything to confirm that it was Mark Hudson, but it sounds a lot like him. But the bridge is cool. So, I mean, it's worth checking out on YouTube um, just to hear a different take. They kept the arrangement very similar. It's just heavier at the bridge. There's some guitars and... And stuff like that. So that's how John Lennon's How from Imagine. Um, tomorrow we are talking about a Kinks song that does not feature Kinks on the lead vocals. This is one. This is proof that I picked the topics at random because I would not have put this in the first hundred episodes. But it'll be fun. So it's it's actually a song I like. So. It'll be fun. All right. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Make sure you call me 925-494-1739 or email uh, kinksandbeats at herohabit.com. Have a great day. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by herohabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. Herohabit.com. Collect your heroes.